Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta, is proud to present this episode of Harmonious Gentlemen. Keep an eye out for their new taproom. Well, if podcast episodes were the size of Liechtenstein in square miles, you'd know this has to be episode 62 <laughs> of The Harmonious Gentleman. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Peter. Liechtenstein is this sweet little country between Switzerland and Austria. Yeah. In the Alps. And it, it's, uh, it's, I think it's a democracy of some kind. It has a prince. And you can actually rent the entire country for a night on Airbnb. What? No. For around seventy thousand dollars, <laughs> it seems like what? a sweet place, and I think at some point in my life, if I could rent Liechtenstein for a night, I am for sure doing it. You is know, that, that doesn't seem real. One of the things I've always wondered is how do you find uh, this information? Like, it is this, the most random. Do you just type in the number? And I I did that at first because, like, up until about thirty, there's lots of things associated with numbers, but. Now that things are getting more random, I'll like be reading the news and then the number will pop up and I'll be like, oh, I have to remember that. I think he just makes stuff up and no one ever checks to see if it's true. (laughs) That is is also highly probable. (laughs) But this is a true fact about Liechtenstein. Do you you check your resources? Are they reliable? Like, uh, yeah, I didn't believe the Airbnb thing because I saw about Liechtenstein because I saw it in like Wired magazine or something, but it looked like it was confirmed. I don't know if you still can. That was back in like 2015. So we should record a podcast there. That would be awesome. (laughs) Prince, whatever your name is, if you're listening, we're coming to you. So what are we going to talk about on this episode? Do you guys have any idea? Yeah, we kind of had a little different plan today to do some vignettes, which I don't know the definition of a vignette, but I think it has something to do with like short and cool stories. Maybe uh, I was going to say, I'm impressed by your vocabulary. Like it's uh yeah, yeah it's a nice sounding word. That's for sure. Do you know how to spell it, Tyler? V I G. And then let's uh, leave it there. <laughs> <And cut. laughs> I, think I know it has a weird beginning. V I G yeah. something like yeah. that. But did we have any, um, emails to the show no oh well we've we've been in contact with some guests yeah and uh yeah some exciting things happening hopefully soon yeah that is and i had a, a nice um surprise at work noah l came to work and dropped off a tragically hip t-shirt for me so i now wonder if you'll hear the episode where i kind of diss him a little bit and then yeah, did he deliver it before that episode was released? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel bad, Noah. Thank you so much. Maybe that was your plan all along. Yeah. Anyway, it was a really nice gesture. So shout out to Noah. Shout out to Noah. All right. Well, should we do what we normally do and recommend some some stuff? Yeah. Peter, you you bring the uh, the nerdy heat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I try to think of a non-nerdy recommendation, but... Uh, <laughs> it's just not possible. Not possible. <laughs> Something normal like Chicken McNuggets or... No, I was I was torn between anime and classical music and uh, some uh, uh, old literature. So, I hmm. yeah, we'll see what happens. Ooh, yeah, all right, could I'm be excited. Any of the, you could do all of the recommendations this time. This segment is brought to you by Cilantro and Chive, fresh, simple eats in central Alberta. 
Their love for building others up is as delicious as their burger of the month. My recommendation is a movie. It's an animated movie. It's a Marvel movie. Can you guess it? Um, Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, awesome. such a good movie. Um, I actually hadn't seen it until a few weeks ago. And I watched it because I had a high school student recommend it to me hmm. and request that we do a film study on it. And then cool. we did. Oh, I watched wow. it over my Christmas break and I, I was compelled by his arguments and what the film itself is awesome. And just kind of wrapped up uh, watching it as a class and discussing it. And it's, yeah, I recommend it. Not just as like for school. Maybe right. that's not making it sound like as good as it really entertainment. is. But it is. Yeah, the animation is amazing. The story yeah, is good. Really beautifully made. Yeah. It's, uh, and I kind of underestimated it because it was animated. I was like, oh, it's probably for kids. Like, I'll wait, watch it with my mm-hmm. kids someday. But no, I think, I think it's great. Great movie. Never, never underestimate animated things. That's, <laughs> That's right. It's what's. I can't be totally sure of this, Tyler, but I thought I recommended this on an earlier podcast. It's possible. We've done so many. Yeah, it's true. So I just hope <laughs> the listeners take your recommendation to watch it very seriously. I'm, I'm guessing it's a it's a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa, so that's, I like that. That's my guess. It's great. And the, yeah, just really unique animation and... Cool storytelling. Uh, thanks, Tyler. I'm going to recommend a brand of notebook. And we have had uh, a guest recommend the Moleskin notebook once mm-hmm. before, but I'm going to recommend the Look Term 1917 notebook. Uh, it's soft backed and it has 121 pages. It comes in three styles dotted, gridded, or plain pages. Okay. Uh, and kind of leather bound. If you're in the market for a notebook, they cost about $20 to $25. And I would highly recommend the Lecturm 1917. Lecturn? Lecturn. L-E-U-C-H-T-T-U-R-M. Must be okay. German. Yeah. That's like the random notebook my niece actually gets. So oh, well, look at this. Look at all these connections. She's an artist. So, hey, cool. Yeah. Um, my recommendation, I've been writing some papers lately, and uh, I've needed to focus for hours at a time, so I like to listen to some classical music. So if you need a classical music recommendation to like focus for uh, long periods of time, I recommend uh, uh, Gustav Holst's The Planets. And um, hmm. <laughs> really, it's, yeah, it's just incredible. English composer uh, from the late 1800s, early 1900s, I believe. And so, uh, but yeah, the planets, uh, he basically has a song for each planet. Uh, and they have like a variety of styles. And so there's some uh, calming songs, some like pretty intense songs. So it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, it'd be a good listen, even for the non-classical music lovers. Is Pluto's song still included or did they drop it off a few years ago? (laughs) Hey guys, can I do a recommendation? Hey, uh, Graham. Well, um, I, I thought you were supposed to stay in the basement. Did you, uh, did you make the the phone call? Like that's kind of why we're having you off mic here. Can I do a recommendation real quick? Can you make a phone call real quick? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a landline, but I can lend you. How myself. about I promise to make the phone call this week if I can recommend something? Wait, this was the whole reason why I'm on here. So you wouldn't <laughs> have to be on here. So. And we just had the best first segment we've ever had on a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> smooth. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
It was good. You know, in in honor of our last episode, which was about second chances, maybe we kind of let you try it and then we hear good news from what happens this week. I love it. Thank you, Chris. Okay, go for it. Have you guys ever seen The Courier with nope. Benedict Cumberbatch or whatever his name is? You do not deserve to be yeah. on here. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. And Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome. And it's a really good movie. And it's, uh, it's a real life story about the Cold War and hmm. the Cuban Missile Crisis. And he's just a salesman who's been sort of drawn in to be like a basically passing sensitive information from Moscow to cool. uh, MI6. It's really awesome. Watch it. Yeah, okay. cool. I love most Cold War things. So yeah. that's a good Just a really awesome movie. Yeah, great movie. And one of those movies that feels quite true to life. Like it doesn't seem embellished. doesn't seem ridiculous. Thanks guys for letting me uh, share that. I missed you all so much. I'm glad that you came through with a good recommendation after that yeah. kind of forgiveness. Yeah. So it was hard to talk about my recommendation because like uh, uh, you were the only other one who actually probably yeah. listened to the play. I was full on nodding my head during Peter's uh, <laughs> recommendation because I agree. Fantastic. Yeah. You guys, we're going to hit some vignettes now. Okay. And I joined at the right time because I'm excited. Yeah. We all have sort of we're going to pose a question for the rest of the team here. And we don't know what that is. And then we're going to respond to it. And each segment will be a different topic. Rapid fire. Woo. This is such groundbreaking work we're doing here. <laughs> Can't wait. Let's do it. Okay, a question I have for you, gentlemen, is if you could go back and change one thing in history, what would it be? Well, I don't want to overthink this and try to be as deep or, you know, earth saving as, as, as possible. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm just going to go for the first thing that came to my head. I was showing my son some uh, clips from the original King Kong movie, the stop motion black and white animation yeah. where he fights uh, the T-Rex. Um, and then I forgot how gruesome it gets at the end. But anyway, but that's beside the point. I would go back and stop uh, the asteroid from hitting the Earth. Ooh. So dinosaurs were still kicking it. Still exist. Hmm. And in, in, in this scenario, humans, you know, we're still... We're st- we coexist. We coexist at this point. And so there are there are zoos that specialize in prehistoric Or like animals. safari tours or... Yeah. I just think, uh, like, cool. to see a dinosaur for real would be pretty fantastic. Yeah. And it's terrifying. But. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. If Jurassic <laughs> World has taught us anything. I mean, it didn't even teach the people who make Jurassic Worlds anything. They keep making them. Yeah. But are the movies worse than the reality would be? Uh, about the same. Yeah, they're pretty bad. That's mine. I like it. Someone please go yeah. more deep and meaningful after this. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, you just bought me like 90 seconds to, to think about it. Um, yeah. I, maybe something like, I don't know the exact moment in history at some point prevent the invention of some kind of weapon of mass destruction or like the invention of a gun or like just yeah. like, like, or like, like I, so or, i don't know yeah. like if I, if I could stop like the invention the of a cannon beer. would yeah. that also have prevented the invention of a, a gun right no fireworks Bomb. like no. I, I don't know i just think like the fact that we have these devices to kill so easily if we could go back a number of steps in that area in that technology yeah. Probably make the world a better place. 
be funny if the Canadian military was still sort of on horseback and with like swords and just go back to yeah swords and clubs like it's honorable right you meet yeah. in battle with a sword I like a that lance yeah <laughs> okay, you're, you're stopping <laughs> stopping the invention of guns yeah good one I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot like not helpful when the dinosaurs are around I'll be honest if we combine our <laughs> right. <stuff>. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. hopefully both those realities don't occur at the same time <laughs> Peter, do you have a more um, thoughtful answer? Not that Tyler's <laughs> yeah. wasn't thoughtful. Uh, yeah. I actually was more than mine was. My answer will fit my personality here. Uh, I absolutely love uh, uh, U.S. Civil War history, and I've always wondered what the reconstruction, so the period after the Civil War, would look like if Abraham Lincoln didn't die. Hmm. Like uh, nobody knew his plans exactly of how to uh, bring the South back in the union. And, uh, like the way it happened was not great. So, it, yeah. Was did that, you, was did, that deep enough? That was pretty really cool. good. Yeah. Really oh, okay. Good. Did you like the movie Lincoln? I loved that movie. Oh, yeah. it's just, yeah. Just confession. I've never watched it. Cuss you. Cuss you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to bleep it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's even funnier. Yeah. Um, Chris, to have to pose this question, did you have one in mind yourself? Uh, I didn't until you guys were talking. And then I thought if I could be on the um, Santa Maria with Columbus and convince him on his yeah. oceanic voyage that like the people he was going to encounter could be his equals and not mm-hmm. his subjects. Like, well, how would that have changed wow. intercontinental yeah. relations? Yeah, I doubt it's possible, but it would have been worth a shot. It's worth a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, so in my here. in my world, I have to learn Italian, and we have the same name, man. Come on, let's chat. Yeah, come on, Chris. Yeah, cool question, Chris. Email Thank the you. show with your what would you go back and change mm-hmm. answer, and we'll pick our favorite and read it. Oh, I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's 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 a vignette. That was vignette number one. So it'd be I guess I don't know who's going next, but it might be Tyler. Yeah, I can go next. All right. Cool. <laughs> have a question for you guys should we limit the amount of money people can earn and save to avoid an unequal distribution of wealth Ooh. like should there be a limit to how much someone can be worth or how much they can have well we have sort of touched on this in the past yeah where i think i said something to the effect of like i don't think billionaires are moral like i don't think that they should exist Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still think like that. once you earn a billion dollars, we execute you. I heard this. I heard this thing where it's like you you win capitalism, you get like a medal. Yeah, you know what I mean. And any anything above that, just but we take away everything you earn. You can still earn that billion. Yeah, but every year more than that goes out to whatever infrastructure that you utilize to make that kind of wealth. So you would say yes, we should limit limit. I mean, it's a pretty limit. high limit. It's not like yeah. Oh, I'm not saying, yeah. A limit most people I just think like, you hear these guys with tens of billions and I just think there's no way that's good for society in any way. There's no way. It's a net positive. Don't give me job creator nonsense. I don't buy that at all. I've you always guys? wanted to work during a tornado. No, I mean, I think we all pay taxes. So in a way, we kind of agree with a certain aspect of redistribution of wealth, which is what taxes like, do in a way. Well, taxes aren't a complete solution to it, though. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, 
I'm thinking of the context of the states. I don't know the Canadian context as well. If we should be having like wealth tax instead of just an income tax, like, and what, what would you put that at? I, I have, I have no idea. Like I'm not smart enough for those things, but I just know that people's wealth isn't taxed. And that's part of the reason why the U S has a lot of debt. And so, well, with the tax thing, I don't know how how true this is, but like I, th- I read something that Elon Musk paid more tax than anyone else has ever paid, ever in the last year or something. But he's still way richer than I I believe that anyone should be. Mm. So like I don't see tax as a limit really. So when you say should be like because you. He's not, I, yeah, I, I get a little caught up sometimes in like, are you worth what you're earning or your hard work or you have a unique idea, but he's at a level like, I think his wealth increased by a hundred billion dollars in 2021. Mm-hmm. That just seems so ludicrous. It's like, even if his ideas are really good, that just seems crazy. <laughs> and oh, and and the question that I have, because like, I totally agree that people should not have that much money, but how, like, where's the limit? How do we limit it? Like there's those questions that I don't think we have good answers to. Well, and even like our modern context of the growing gap in wealth, which is clearly growing and has been for decades now. I wonder how much of that, I mean, you read, you read something like Amazon doesn't pay tax or something like that. They find their loopholes. So I wonder if they actually just paid what they're supposed to pay if we right. have this, if this conversation, there'd still be billionaires, but maybe if, if things were fair, yeah, you know, it does seem like people, the ultra rich of like they have tax free savings account or they have yeah. offshore accounts. I don't know how well, any been, of this there, stuff works, been, but the, you hear the Panama papers came out. I mean, like we know this happens like, but, but, like apparently the owner of Ikea has registered. I, I, this could be a rumor too. Ikea is like a nonprofit somehow. So he doesn't pay tax on his billions that he earns. Yeah. Like, if those things are true, those are silly things. Like those people are making huge amounts of money and it would be fair if they were taxed on their income, just like us peons who were making. Yeah. And peeing so. in bottles in the warehouses because we can't get right. a break. I mean, yeah. that's the thing that really bothers me when you hear about mm-hmm. the discrepancy in some of the lower level employees and stuff at these great businesses. And so if you limited the amount, like we've talked about taxes a bit, but if you actually put like a cap somewhere, Right, like, and said, like, you just can't make this much, and we don't have to say the number. But if there, if that ceiling existed, would that prevent people from working hard, like, or being innovative, or like, or, would it take away, like, if I couldn't, if if there was rules that prevented me from becoming a billionaire, would I, <laughs> yeah. would I have see any bother. point in working hard and like being innovative <laughs> with my great? Would idea. I start treating my workers better? Like, what if the, like, if there's a sort of direction that they have to, they can earn more than that cap, but whatever's above that cap, they have to donate to whatever, like organization or whatever to, to their choice. So there's like motivation to keep on earning, like, or like you've leveled up. Now your workers have to level up before you can level up again, kind of, or something like that. That's <laughs> so a good one. so yeah, it's like app. a video game. That's yeah, a, yeah. Like yeah. It's incentivized. <laughs> well, and, and some, I think some would like a capitalist would say that is like a limit, like a restriction on their freedom. 
Sure. Right. Like I can't make more until I pay my workers more. That's restricting my freedom. Of course. Yeah. Right. To make money, which, but I don't, I wonder like a guy like Elon Musk is profits. What motivates him? Or is he just about innovation, new ideas? I think all those guys who have billions first? like that, like what, is it really more money that's like, driving them? 10 like, do they really? Cares? Yeah. And that's curious to me though. Does it go against capitalism necessarily? If it's like, like, Oh, this gets complicated because I'm kind of thinking too, like uh, within a democracy, if the people in a democracy, like make collective decisions together, so not the government, like, is that still like capitalism just decided by the people? And, uh, and I think the other part yeah, of that is people with a lot of wealth often get a lot of power, even slash, especially in democracies. They have an unusual voice, uh, not unusual on un, what's the word I'm looking for um, influence. Yeah, their influence is greater because they can lobby. They can they get an ear of the powerful when they're rich. So, yeah, um, that's less democratic, actually. To, right. Everybody should have an equal voice and it shouldn't be. We listen to these guys because they're wealthy. We might go to them for advice on how to make money, but not for political decision making. I saw I, a picture oh, of uh Jeff Bezos next to the new sign for his new Lord of the Rings series. You see that? Yeah. And the caption was like, I don't like the redesign of Gollum. That's so funny. <laughs> I know when I am so excited about that show. And then when I see him behind the sign, I'm like, oh, right. It's his idea. Please. Yeah. Did you guys hear, was it, um, speaking of billionaires, Mark Cuban, what he started this recently? Hmm. Mark Cuban owns the Dallas Mavericks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, noted billionaire, but I, I, I read that he opened up an online store uh, for pharmaceuticals for um, non-name brand or, or generic brands for way, way cheaper. Oh, wow. Uh, which sounds kind of admirable, I guess. Yeah. Maybe but a good business opportunity. But he will. Bucket yeah. of money off it. But sometimes you think about some of the problems that, that we have in, in our society in, in the States too. Like, it can only really be solved by those people that have that kind of power and influence. Yeah, yeah that's true. And the guts to do to go for it. Yeah. And money gives you that sometimes. Tyler, good question. Yeah, thank you. I think the cap should be like one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> At which point after that you give the rest back. No, like you're just not allowed to make more than that in a year. <laughs> I don't think you're describing a democ or a cap like there's something else you're describing. Um yeah, it's good food for thought. I but when you even even when you say there's a cap it's like you'd still be able you still have to uh, manage that cap like they're gonna hide it anyway <laughs> like you know what right. i mean like they're still gonna figure out a way to hide right we we just need to i can actually see like a whole bunch of people making minimum wage going that's like no we should never have that cap like it's gonna yeah. affect like 10 people in the whole world well, you do, know? You, do, you, do you think that that, <laughs> that phenomenon is real like i've talked yeah. to people like that yeah and, and it's like almost like this uh, this american dream like it could happen yeah. to you like this is you know never I mean? gonna like, influence your bottom line no and most times when politicians are talking about raising or lowering taxes, it's almost never going to affect the people who are most upset about it, really. Yeah. But. And one of the things I find interesting within the state's context, too, is like a lot of the the uh, issues of poverty and childhood poverty could easily be like lessened or solved if they like, I don't know, took a little bit of money out of their $700 billion defense budget. Like it's... I don't actually is the defense budget that big. I yeah. don't know. Yes. I, I think, think it's yeah. 700 billion. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know that that causes a bit of the inequality too is like corrupt governments. 
Well, yeah. you talked about lobbyists earlier. Like it's literally legal to pay to give money to people who make the laws. Right. I mean, that's, that's not going to work. Yeah. All right. Next question. Can I do the next one? Mm-hmm. Thanks, you guys. I have a question for you guys. I have an opportunity for you guys to make a lot of money tonight. Ooh. I have a, a line on some NFTs. Some <laughs> blockchain. <laughs> and awesome. I want you guys to come along this ride. It's an investment opportunity okay. of a lifetime. What are you thinking right now, Chris, when I talk about NFTs? Instantly, my mind goes to it's just like a worldwide uh, network marketing scam. What do you think? <laughs> Is that right? Oh, yeah, am I, am I on the right track? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what Tyler thinks. Well, what you said opportunity to make boatloads of money i that had me i that's all i want <laughs> all i want to do is make millions of up dollars up to a billion dollars and peter uh, yeah, already up owns to a hundred thousand like can i make like a hundred thousand um yeah. no when i think but like it's i actually when i i don't know very much about it so you might have to enlighten me but i think somebody's gonna get a lot of money somebody mm-hmm. already is already yes. right yeah. and i don't think it'll be me okay are you because guys you're, sorry. you're because you're late in the pyramid yeah, Maybe. I guess that's that's how I think it feels it, like it, at, at this point now you're they're trying to milk people for like if you don't get in early enough right yeah it's too late Peter what do you think I NFTs are ridiculous but the technology behind them is quite incredible because like people who put uh, put pictures online like they can copyright it have them secured because of like the same way that they have NFTs. Like, so there's, there's some cool things about it, but just like, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of, yeah. Like the investment part of it. It's, there's just so many questions I have. Like, is this a secure thing? Is this, Hmm. yeah. Like I imagine someday I'm going to have my PlayStation goggles on. I'll be walking (laughs) through the Louvre, like, uh, you know, not actually, but in my own basement. And then I'll come into like the Mona Lisa and it's not the Mona Lisa, but an NFT of the Mona Lisa. And because I looked at it, somebody's going to make like 75 cents. Is that how <laughs> NFTs work? Sort of. I don't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I imagine. I market. think of, uh, when I was a kid and I had a friend whose mom bought them a star for their birthday, like name a star. Right, like a you know, those star in the universe. Like you, they would basically let you name a star, and then you'd spend like <laughs> because they have the ability to <laughs> well, own that. What, yeah, well, that's the point. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like those companies, and a lot of them did close down, and that certificate name means nothing. And I feel like NFTs are the same thing, and essentially, like yeah. you're putting a lot of trust in this when it could just tomorrow it could be like, nope, it actually doesn't mean anything. And like you say, I think it's too like, people who made their money, they made their money. And the sad thing is you have all these industries like jumping on, like trying to make yeah. their money. And so people who are shrewd and clever get into these things early, find a way to market it and we'll make a lot yeah. of money. What I want, like often think even money, it like we've agreed that it has value, right? So an NFT, if we agree it has value, I guess it does, but I'm trying to disagree. I mean, maybe we're all <laughs> totally wrong and we're just missing the train here, but I think when you know enough about them, you there's an opportunity there to make money. Remember, but I just don't. I couldn't care no. less. I, a friend of ours, uh, yeah, good friend, Mr. Mike, Mr. M. Shout yeah. out to Mike. He told us about it a yeah. while back when it was starting up with yeah. the NBA stuff, and I think yeah. he, we had him explain it to us two or three times because I just couldn't figure mm-hmm. out. Shared some yeah, videos, and I kept saying like, "What? 
I, I, I still don't really get it. <laughs> Wait, say that one more time. I think we were recording yeah. an episode and he called us on a group chat and we he live streamed to us like opening a virtual pack of NFTs or something. Yeah. And I yeah. have no idea what was so cool about it. <laughs> and I kept saying like, so you own this like video now. So like people can't use it. He's like, no, they can still use you it. You can just go on YouTube and watch I'm it. I'm like, oh, but so then what do you get? He's like, well, you have the code for the original or something. I still don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah. What I don't understand is can I just like control C and make my own version of it? Like, who would yeah. ever know? By the way, um, if you want to email the show, we are selling Harmonious Gentleman NFTs. We should actually. Pictures of the gang. Some, yeah. Pictures of Peter holding yeah. whiskey. I think you can do sound That's, clips, right? You can do sound clips. And we can make like really rare ones like me know. being funny. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, this yeah. is it right now. We'll sell this clip. This is the most meta moment on the podcast. We're not going to take it out of the actual episode that you could all listen to at any point, but you could also buy right. it and own. And anytime it plays, also if we're you'll get residuals. If we're wrong, enlighten us. Share us a link. We'll get on some action. Let's make some money. Yep. Um, thanks, guys, for answering my question. Let's do something else. So my question has to do with uh, movie reviews by critics. So Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of, or I used to be a big fan of the Golden Globes and the Oscars. uh, And if you paid attention to the awards this year, uh, the Golden Globes uh, was not aired on television because of nonstop controversy and uh, uh, suspect movie and TV choices throughout the years and corruption within the uh, organization and all that. So I'm somebody who listens to critics, but do critics really have any worth when it comes to uh, movies or television or music? Like, should we pay any attention to them do they even know what they're talking about or is it just a all subjective thing and if you like it you like it if you don't like it, you don't like it i like that question a lot me too yeah. I, I oh sorry well r- really a little quick thing you mentioned that with nfts and like different currency it's like if we agree that it has value yeah. it has value it's so similar it's like this yeah right yeah. if enough people agree that there's a value in an opinion then it has value i guess except with critics it's like certain people are worth more than others. Sure. Right. But, but so even I, that, like a critic that you value probably has a similar oh, yeah. style as you do in their, yeah. what they like. I'm just guessing that's how I feel. But yeah, I would, I, I think more of music when you, when you brought that up, I, I don't care about movie award shows and stuff, but like for music, when I'm, I do like, a. and Pedro the Lion album. I don't know. I was gonna, this was going to be a recommendation. They have a new album, one of my favorite bands. I I listened to the album a couple times, and then I did Google like reviews. Like I'm curious. Yeah. What do other people but think about? Even this? if it yeah. got a low review, I would still listen to it. And if I liked it, I would continue. To, it wouldn't stop me from yeah. listening to it. But I yeah, but I, it does have some value to me. Like I I don't know. I might go and see like top reviewed song like hip-hop songs of 2021 and check out some of the top ones yeah. i don't know when you th- talk about music i music versus movies if it's a new album that i'm looking forward to i avoid reviews 
because I don't want that to taint what I think of it. Hmm. But movies, like, I'll go right away and see if people like it. And that will determine if you watch it or not? A lot of times. Yeah, if I'm going to go spend money in the Mm. theater, I want to make sure that it's not terrible. And I think if, like, Rotten Tomatoes score, for if it's 20%, there's a good chance I'm not going to like it. And that's... If it's 20%, there's a good chance the movie is Small Soldiers. (laughs) 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 But music, I don't want... I I feel like I, I, I have less faith in music critics, I think. Because I've I've been I've been I've disagreed with music critics hmm. just constantly. But that might be because is it? Well, I'm not going to say that might be. Is it possible that's because you know, like you're a level where you probably could be a music critic? No, I mean, can we and, all be a music critic? Yeah, anybody could be a music critic or a movie critic. Uh, okay, so what I meant by so. that is no? like you have as much musical knowledge as a lot of the people critiquing music. I would guess you're in the ballpark. I'm a musician. Yeah. But does that make me more... Well, you understand how songs are put together and how chords work and yeah, music that, theory. And but that gets tricky, right? Because then you, you just think of like people who critique movies who went to school but never <laughs> never made it as a filmmaker, <laughs> you know, and so now sure. that's what they do. And so, yeah, I, yeah that's a good... I, I don't know. Well, the, the core question I have is, is there a standard to art? Like, and I think there is. I but, would say for sure, but the Rotten Tomato guys don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Well, and even Rotten Tomatoes recognizes that. They have like a, a podcast of was Rotten Tomatoes wrong and uh, <laughs> or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact title, but it, it's like, yeah, I think there's a standard to art, but sadly, it, like a lot of the, the standards we don't really see until years later. Like, like I mentioned Gustav Holst earlier, like he's still has lasting qualities. So his uh, art is at a very high standard because people are still listening to his stuff a uh, hundred, 200 years after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of stuff we won't know, uh, without time, uh, like Citizen Kane. I still watch Citizen Kane on a regular basis. Love that love that film and so there's a uh, yeah and there are certain things that people like just and they might not even be able to explain aesthetically or whatever it is that connects them to it and that's okay it's okay to like things other people don't like and it's okay i, I think mm-hmm. you know i don't have to i want crit i want other people to like what i like but it's not going to stop me from watching or listening to something if a critic says this is garbage and well, i go you know i'm I, i'll like matrix four <laughs> I, and I, we should we shouldn't laugh at you for liking it and no, that's, it's, that's I kind of my, i don't care no but I, I know but like uh peter you mentioned if something la- like lasts the test of time that's an indicator that like that it's good but i i don't know if that's true like if i think back to, kind of to music like nirvana right like they they've like they're still around like people still like nirvana's music but i think that's just because of the timing of the kind of music they released Mm. you know like it's not necessarily because it reached a certain standard of art or the standard is not like a measurable thing it's like you have to take in, in into consideration the context in which it was created right so like if nirvana came out today with the exact same music and they hadn't existed before, would, would they be noticed, do you think? Well, I, I've, I've just listened to an album. It was like a Nirvana like sound-alike. 
and there's and then I, on Spotify it recommends others and there's just so many mm-hmm. and like it's mm-hmm. fine but I'm like oh I kind of like it because it sounds like Nirvana but like they're not gonna those bands aren't gonna be around in ten years yeah that is that is a really good point because like when I think of uh, somebody of like uh, Soren Kierkegaard of course. Um, yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, like the first person people think of, but like, like timestamp. He's waited forty two and a half minutes. And he worked it in. <laughs> he's forty two fifty seconds. By the way, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so his his works were not like really recognized all that well until like a hundred years after he died, like is when like everybody started reading him. So it's just like, so you also have those situations where somebody wrote something that didn't match the context, but it matched a later context and just kind of exploded. Hmm. Um, yeah. So that's, I think that's a very good point. I'm going to read a little quote here. Yeah. Not the whole thing. Um, and you'll know what it is immediately. Maybe you already do. In many ways, the work of a critic is easy. We risk very little, yet enjoy a position over those who offer up their work and their selves to work judgment. We thrive on negative criticism, which is fun to write and to read. But the bitter truth we critics must face is that in the grand scheme of things, the average piece of junk is probably more meaningful than our criticism designating it so. (laughs) But there are times when a critic truly risks something, and that is in the discovery and defense of the new. The world is often unkind to new talent, new creations. Hmm. The new needs friends. I'm going to guess that's Roger Ebert. Who wrote that? That's from the movie Ratatouille. Get out of here. Really? <laughs> yeah. The, oh, the, I love the food that. critic that Ian McKellen voices That's at the end. That's so great. <laughs> I should have recognized a good quote. that. Well, as soon and as you asked movie. your question, that popped into my head, that, that part. Hmm. Yeah. I would just now like to recommend everybody watch Lady in the Water. <laughs> because <laughs> it has a nice take on critics okay, i want i want to oh, guess yeah. i want to guess this 20 percent, oh, or at the highest okay, i'm looking it up <laughs> but, but interestingly critics probably really slammed that because it was slamming them hmm. you guys haven't watched lady in the water no i looked it up no. like the rotten tomatoes and then i decided not <laughs> yeah. to watch it it's <laughs> because tw- of that it's 25 oh, oh i was off you by five it, yeah Peter. i'm sorry you guys yeah, it's pretty weak. Um, good question, Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to leave a critical review of our podcast, head over to <laughs> iTunes. Yeah. I think the only option is five stars, though. So. I, I was looking this up on the weekend. I don't think we have anything but five star reviews. So if you're thinking four and a half, please put it on there. Maybe an NFT fan's going to review bomb us. <laughs> I, I haven't reviewed it yet, so I'll, I'll give it a one <laughs> Review star. this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Time for one more question? I think so. Hey, friends. I have a question for for all three of you. Um, And I kind of want Peter to start this one. Just because. Guys, what kind of bear is best? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Oh, man. There's, There's just so many options. Well... I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a few like false mm. <laughs> grizzly bear. I'm, I'm partial to black bears simply because like I've gotten to so many close calls with them when I lived in Wisconsin riding my bike. So it's, I'll go with a black bear. Cool. Thank you, Peter. Tyler. Well, I already said grizzly bear. 
mm-hmm. and I'd go with a subspecies of grizzly, which would be the Kodiak because mm-hmm. they're big, nasty, awesome. But polar but, bears are also amazing. Yeah. And those little, I, I can't think of the name. They're, they look kind of like a raccoon. Sun bear? No, it's like a little, little guy. No, it's like a little, it's red got panda? like a red panda. Is that a bear? Mm. No. Well, pandas are bears, but is a red panda a bear? No. Gotten a bit of an authority guy here. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can look it up if we want, but yeah. just trust me on this. All okay. right. Grizzly but they are then. super cute. Now, hold on. Kodiak's not mine because Kermode bear is mine. What? The Kermode bear or the spirit bear. Oh, nice. And they're okay. the like the albino white yeah. black bears. And we saw one as kids. Oh, really? Up in Because they lived close to where you... Yeah. We would go to the dump and there'd be black <laughs> bears all over the place every time. Yeah. Like we'd want to go to the dump because all you'd see is bears everywhere. That's cool. And one time there was a, a spirit bear. It was pretty un- unbelievable. Yeah. How rare are those compared to other black bears? They're they're so rare that I wonder if I if that's a made up story in my brain. Oh, you know, yeah. It was at like, the dump, so it could have just like found a can of <laughs> like, like white paint or something and rolled around. Got, and, yeah, got into something. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those stories when I was a kid that it could totally just be my imagination. But I'm surprised nobody said panda. Pandas are stupid. All right, <laughs> segment over. Next question. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, this has been an, a really fun night of vignettes, mm. uh, one-off questions that would not sustain a whole episode. Peter, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been fun having you back. Uh, I'm going to start with you on this one again, just because you're next to me. My question, my last question, guys, for tonight is if you could, oh, by the way, I should preface this, um, Jeremy, a friend of the, our podcast, who has his own podcast, mm-hmm. the Every Square Centimeter Podcast, which yep. is quite quite That's awesome great. check it out um they interview teachers and it's good listen um they did a game that i wanted to sort of copy for our last segment and they asked each other if you could live in the world of a board game which game would that be i love that question yeah so we're gonna steal it for our final question peter i would say gloomhaven <laughs> oh man and just, peter's real answer <laughs> just kidding. my real answer is the complete opposite ticket oh, to ride okay. i love trains i would love to just live in a world where it's just trains and you yeah build yeah. railroad nice i thought you were yeah. serious about gloomhaven and that yeah, no I, I can't i can't stand that game well, so. that was, well i'm glad he's not serious about it because that was my answer <laughs> was gloomhaven. i will say peter that was one of the answers on on jeremy's podcast uh oh, okay. which was quite popular so yeah i'm glad you said that sitting right there so, Tyler, what do you think? Well, I was actually going to say Gloomhaven, but um, someone else go. If you have an answer, I'll try to think of another okay, answer. Okay, I do. Yeah, it's Carcassonne, which is a French uh, city mm. city and farming building game. And it's just like quaint countrysides, medieval villages, roads with inns and rivers. I think it would just be like a nice European medieval setting. I have, I have yeah. a second answer. But I like Carcassonne too. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, Candyland. <laughs> yeah. You just completely took the words out of my mouth. That was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I, like no one has said it. This is my moment. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Sorry. I got to let you go. There's just, there is space. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Then I'll say the game of life because it just seems <laughs> so much easier to, to, to buy the things you need in that game. Yep. New vehicle. Everything house. works out in yeah. order. Yeah. You get married or you don't, you yeah. get a job or you don't, you graduate or you don't. There's no questioning. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. I like, thanks for ending on that. Great question. Good question. Good podcast too. Every square centimeter. You guys, we're going to confess 
our deepest, darkest confession or just something <laughs> random. Okay. Phew. It doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no pressure here tonight <laughs> after the jingle. I used to teach a short story called The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. Spoiler alert, but it's from 18, like 50 or something. So if you don't know how the story goes, a guy murders someone and buries him in the floorboards of his house. And then he thinks he hears the heart beating, which causes him to like give away what he had done to the authorities. And I had a moment like that. I didn't kill my neighbor or bury him in my floorboards. But my heart was pounding so much um, recently. I made a fake Instagram account to give uh, a gift to Shanna for Christmas. So I had kind of done this elaborate little scheme to make her think that she was getting something from an actual company. But then it was on my Google, um, <laughs> like, you know, you can log into different uh, Gmail accounts. Yeah. And so I was getting some information from church. And I noticed that I was on like the agenda of a meeting with this fake Instagram account and somebody had <laughs> kind of made a note like, who is this person? And I, like my heart just started pounding like out of my chest. Like I was so embarrassed because it's called Lauren Fisher. So maybe you guys have seen that uh, in meetings and you're like, who is this person that's oh. logging on? But I just like I thought I was going to throw up in a meeting once because it popped up and it, it's nothing bad or weird. It's just... No. I felt so stupid about it. And then a person was kind of confused as to like, why is this person logged on to our meeting? Like they're not supposed to be here. Cause yeah. it kind of seems like I a never, real name. I never said anything about it, but that name Did rings you a see bell. It though? Lauren yeah. Fisher. And I remember like, I don't know why that name would be standing out in my head. Because I than... accidentally used that account to like request somebody to share something they, with me. Oh, like yeah. I couldn't open the document. So I clicked like <laughs> request send. And then I'm like, Oh no, this is from, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Fisher's seasonal gifts. Anyway, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. Although people that, probably didn't quite know what it was, but that's a great no. confession. And the thing yeah. about that is like, if someone figured out that it was you, like it almost sounds like it's more devious. Like it's almost <laughs> yeah. like, why do you have this other, you know what I mean? Like your information doesn't it's actually really, sound true. It's really innocent. Honest. I don't. <laughs> also, I just did not want to have to explain it to people. Yeah. Why I was, can anyway. you use that Lauren Fisher account to follow harmonious gentlemen yeah, just to get us in their follow? I thought I did, actually. <laughs> but I'll check if I don't, I will. <laughs> just, Seriously, if yeah. any of you guys have fake accounts, please boost yeah. the numbers. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I will. I have, <laughs> My confession goes um, a lot further back. It's uh, when I was an early in my early teens, probably. And I don't know why I was doing this. And this is tell me if you guys have done this, but I I wanted to like shoot something out of my nostril, like <laughs> out of my nose. So I I stuffed stuffed it up my nose and like what plugged the, the one side. I think it was like a, a wadded up piece of paper or like a piece of plastic or something. Mm -hmm. So I kind of put it in one side and then plugged, plugged the other nostril and was like snort, like shooting it out. And then like aiming it, at targets. Yeah. Or something? And then it got stuck <laughs> and then I tried to get it out and then I pushed it up further <laughs> what? and then I was having like a panic attack Oh yeah, because I couldn't get it out and I didn't want to go tell my parents. And I just, it, it's like that moment I just, I can, I remember it so clearly and I, there was no reason for me to be doing it. I was and like, you weren't like four, like you were, no, I was too old to be putting yeah. things in my nose. 
would a, and a nose ring would have blocked it from going up. Uh, I could have had <laughs> another entry point, maybe. I don't know. How did you but get it out? Eventually, it did. Like maybe just the the sobbing. <laughs> lubricated it (laughs) I remember I was very panicked and then yeah just such relief when it eventually came out but did it hurt that's it that's all it is did it hurt or was it just no the relief no but like I you know I don't like it shouldn't be up there I asked have you guys done this before but like (laughs) Uh, if you have you would know like it gets past a point where you can no longer grab like get access it yeah, and then yeah. it's just like you're in trouble it's now. like it's way up there Ooh. gross and a little nerve-wracking i can feel that too yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it would be like it seems sure. so harmless like just like 12 years old or 13 just messing around and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like i've made a horrible mistake <laughs> like, <laughs> i've lost all my lego <laughs> <laughs> peter what do you got for us so, yeah, for my confession, uh, a shout out to a longtime listener of the podcast, Andy. Uh, mm. He uh, complained. He didn't complain. He, he pointed out that my confessions are often lame, uh, which they are. <laughs> True. I, what? Yeah. Like, wow. I, I can never think of a good confession. And it's just like... Like, so I try to put effort into this one. I'm like, what's, <laughs> what's, what's a, a grievous uh, sin for pastors right. to do? Like um, it's not too bad, but yeah. Yeah. So, so one time I, um, basically, uh, snuck into an Anglican conference for priests. And so that's probably <laughs> the, the biggest you? extreme that, that I do, um, <laughs> When, you should there, be ashamed well, of well, yourself. There, <laughs> here's here's the funny thing. So, like, there was this conference I really wanted to go to, and one of my friends, who's an Anglican priest, was like, "Oh, just go to this conference and just say that you're my name. Like, uh, the, like they'll let you in." And and so I went to this conference, but it was kind of dumb because there's another person there. Uh, um, who knew this priest, and so, Uh-oh. <laughs> so he kind of figured things out. So but like it you was got fine. busted. Well, they didn't kick me out. Like I guess they're a bunch of priests, so they're gonna be gracious. I hope. Did you have to do like ten hail marys and? A- <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so that's still not a great confession. But that's like it's kind of yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I pretended to be an Anglican for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. I don't agree. I like your confessions, but um, although a real quick one here because we're up against the clock, you guys. This has been really flown by tonight. Um, we have we got an Xbox over the, over Christmas. Um, I tell myself it's mainly a, a new Netflix machine. Every few years, yeah. you get a new Netflix or whatever machine. But this has. Um, something called game pass which is kind of like netflix for video games you pay like a monthly thing and oh, cool. you just there's like a hundred you can try whatever you want and they have this promo so we've had that for a few months and you know tried a couple of kids games and for the kids and then but last night i was playing um i tried a game called hitman um Ooh. which mm-hmm. i'd heard of and i never but I, I thought i would try it and it's pretty incredible in terms of just graphics and detail and you're basically just a hitman and you're in these worlds and you have a task anyway heidi decided to come and hang out a little bit and just as i was um, luring a, uh, a female bioterrorist into an alleyway and then snapping her neck wow. and then throwing her oh. body in a waste bin and then escaping on a boat. 
What's crazy is you didn't even, she wasn't even a target for you to kill. No. <laughs> she was. No. But Heidi looked over and she said, do you know what you're doing right now? Like, are you okay with this? And I sort of snapped out of it. And I thought like, oh, yeah, is this, is this not cool? It's like, what? I had a more, like, oh, because I was so enthralled in the story and like, it was really fun. I, I, I will, I will say it was very enjoyable, but um, what do you guys think? Like, should I, is that, is that okay to be doing that? Um, I mean, I, yeah, those are violent <laughs> games, but it's no, probably no different than Call of Duty or yeah, GTA or any of those. Yeah, it reminds me of Grand, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When yeah. I was like eighteen, I would have enjoyed. Yeah, this but is just hanging out with friends. A couple of things shoved up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's my confession that I was playing that and I was enjoying it, and I kind of lost track of what was actually happening. So, did life. you quit playing? Do you keep playing? Do you still play? Um, well, we I stopped after that. But yeah. this whole podcast, I'm like, I got to get home soon. I gotta, <laughs> it man's I gotta way the next you try to play the game, <laughs> like awesome. altering the storyline. So you're like, actually like a good guy in the game. Like it's I'm actually, not, I'm going to choose not to. It's a pretty cool game person. in that there's dozens of ways to do any mission. So you don't huh. have to go guns blazing. You can be super tactical. That's, and It's that's neat. It's cool. neat. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Um, good episode. Mm-hmm. We've been saying this for a while, but we have a couple new guests hopefully coming up in the next little while, so look forward to that. Yep. Um, keep emailing the show. Chris will let you know how to do that. What's crazy, we got an email during the show mm-hmm. to the show. Yeah. We'll probably read it next time. Yeah. And that person obviously emailed harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on social media as well. Um, give us a little review wherever you listen, Yeah. however you can. Yep. And just spread the word, spread the love. Yeah. Graham, it was nice to have you back after <laughs> Thank you. a little fully restored to yeah. all. I really enjoyed that privileges. actually, to be honest. It was kind of nice. Low pressure. I enjoyed watching you try to be you were in the room but couldn't say wasn't able to say anything. Yeah. You could tell you were it actually you wanted to a few times. Totally. It actually was difficult to not say because yeah. it's such a we're so used to it but you guys did a great job peter you filled yeah. in yeah i was gonna yeah. say if you uh ever want to kick graham off again i can take his <laughs> place yeah that's that's perfectly know. fine you guys could kick me off the show but then ask if i could just stay on as the guy who does the tech stuff and i'd probably <laughs> yeah. say yes that's all like. <laughs> sort of awkward but could you edit this for us <laughs> till next time yeah yeah Harmonious gentlemen.